mission. Family on the mission. We on the mission. Family on the mission. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Monty G, man. Fan Mission Podcast. And it's going down again. It's going down again, my bad. Yo, so I'm going to bring the... um. The guest in into the party and let her introduce herself and let her know where she's from. Let you know where she's from. Yes, hey. go ahead and tell them your name and tell them where you're from. Hey, everybody. My name is Carol, also known as Lynette, probably better known as Lynette. And I'm from Chicago, Algel Gardens, Block 17. Hey, Block 17, stand up. All right. So, um, I see you doing your arts and crafts, so I want you to tell me a little, tell the people a little bit about arts and craft and how you got started, just in case, you know, if that's something that they were looking into and they don't know how to go about it. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So how I got started was um, I was a little stressed out and I needed some relaxation and I started uh, making jewelry. Somebody gave me a bucket of uh, beads, and and I just started making jewelry with it. Once I started making the jewelry, and uh, I would wear it, people would say how much they liked it, and or how much is it. And so I started selling it here and there. And then I uh, branched out and started making other stuff. Started looking on YouTube and seeing what was out there and just started being creative. Okay, okay. So if anybody else, do you have do you have some encouraging words for anybody else that just want to jump out there and and just do what you're doing? Yeah, actually, no matter what they want to do, whatever it is that you want to do, just take that first step and do it find that you can start little start small like i said when i started this it was just a way for me to relax hmm. just to de-stress and i enjoyed it so whatever it is that you want to do just go ahead and um you might have to do a little um digging and see how you can start a lot of things you can start it don't cost a lot of money to start and just go ahead and go for it nothing right. beats a failure but a try mm. Mm, I like that. So, what was the first item that you bought? That you no, know, what was the first item that you bought? And you was like, man, I don't even know if this is gonna work. I don't know, and and you just took off. Like, what was the first thing you bought? The first thing I bought was a cricket, a cricket machine. Mm. And so what is? So what is a cricket for the people that don't know? So a cricket machine, it's a it, it does a lot. It's a cutting machine. It you, you can um, you hook it up to your computer. You put it comes with uh, software. You download the software. It have all kind of designs in it, and you can uh, use fabric or all, wood, all different types of material, and it'll cut, it draws, and um, you take those pieces and whatever it is that you want to do with it, you do. Um, I, when I first started with the Cricut, it was for to do T-shirts, to make T-shirts. Mm -hmm. I wanted to uh, learn how to make T-shirts, and I kept seeing the Cricut, and so I just decided to, why not? Let me just try. Mm. And, and I love it. Okay, so you started off doing T-shirts. So what kind of items do you do? Um, let me, I can show you. I actually just put a few up. I can uh, turn this camera around. Uh -huh. See, I'm not that tech savvy. That's hmm, all good. It's not. Okay, I might have to just turn it around. Wait. Okay, since I cannot for some reason turn it, okay, it around, I'll just turn it around like this. So I'm in my craft room right now. Mm, okay. So these are I make pillows. These are I don't know. Can you see the candle holders? These yep. the glasses. Those are candle holders. Mm. This is fabric for my pillows. Uh, T-shirt I made. These are 
these are going to be keychains. They're just mm. the letters, but these are the actual finished keychains with the attachments there in the bag. Um, I'll show you. Okay, okay. So this is oh, the pair of shoes. Oh, okay, okay. The crocodilies. I see you. So this is how the shoes. Well, yeah, it, it it came with nothing, and this one I completed blinging out, and I'm working on this one. Like, and these are a pair of flip flops that I'm working on now. So they were plain, and I just added the little beads around it, and I'm gonna take this. And add around this part. Okay, so, okay. That's the type of things that I do. Okay, okay. So, so you do custom, or you just do it for fun, or you do custom? Do you have big orders like people would be like, "I want this"? You know what I'm saying? So I do custom, and um, like I said, when I started, it was just for relaxation. But then my thinking changed, and I thought, okay, people, are, they're like, how much is this? And I would, um, you know, make something here and there and go ahead and sell it. But now I realize that I can make this into a business. And so it's no longer just for fun. It's, it's to generate wealth. Mm, yeah. I like that. So, um, so how can the people find you? You have a website, or are you just on Facebook, or what's going on? Well, I don't have a website yet. I'm uh, looking to get a web a website done, so somebody can uh, help me out with that. Uh, you can go on my Facebook page to reach me. I also have this is my um, business card. It's called Cabero, which is. Mm. Uh, the name, I know you're like, where that name come from? It's actually my youngest daughter, first initial. Mm. And then each of my grandkids at the time when I made the card, it was an initial out of their name. And that's how I came up with Cabero Designs. Mm. But uh, you can uh, look on my Facebook, call me. Um, yeah, as of now. But I will have a website coming soon. All right. So anybody, so anybody out there that work on websites, get in touch with her and, you know, man, make it happen. Like she say, she's not good with all the computers and all the other stuff, but she could make something for you. All right. So, um, so do you just right now you're doing shoes and um, pillows. Do 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 anything else like jackets or? Uh, I do hoodies, hats, uh, but you know I do t-shirts. I make gift baskets, so I have, right now, I'll be making some Mother's Day gift baskets, and this is a little of the stuff that I'll be putting in it. Uh, these little things I got from Dollar Tree for a dollar, when it was still Dollar Tree. They Some say home, peace, love, all of that, and I'll be painting them, uh, glazing them, and then selling them at the pop-up shop for about five bucks. Oh, okay, okay, so, okay. Yeah. And um, I also do pictures. Um, it's just, it's no limit. I do cups, mugs, coffee cups. It's just no limit to what you can do. A lot of things, um, depending on the time of the season, um, I get orders for t-shirts, uh, family reunion, just mm. uh, people going on vacation, people like vacation t-shirts, just people want different sayings on t-shirts. They come up with sayings and they're like, can you put this on a t-shirt? Absolutely. Uh, mm. Now what I don't do, I don't, I don't put profanity and things like that. Profane things I don't do. Okay. But anything else, I do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I try to keep so, it positive. Yeah. So you know the podcast is a family on the mission. So you know, um, do you have any family members that's on the mission that you on? Like you show them how to do something, and um, you know, so just my, trying to inspire people. Well, my my daughter, she um, she opened up a beauty supply store. A few months back, mm. 
maybe mm. about three months. And I partnered with her, and, and so I'm making T-shirts to send her down. To, uh, she lives in Iowa, and so I'm going to put T-shirts and pillows in her beauty shop and, I mean, beauty supply store. She also does hair, so she's going to renovate the back of the beauty supply store to make a beauty salon. Mm. My um, my youngest daughter, she wants to to do hair, so she'll be going to cosmetology school soon. So, so we all trying to give each other a hand up. My oldest son wants to start a. Uh, he he hasn't started yet, but he wants to start a uh, where he a sports gym, but for kids is I guess a. a what is the what the what is the word I'm looking for? He wants to, like a mentorship mm. so that uh, uh, he could get kids off the street. And, you know, when you're in the inner city, that's what the kids need, especially our young men. They need somebody that they can look up to, somebody positive. So he wants to start that. So our goal is to one once one business gets up and running then we help the next and then we mm-hmm. help the next and then that way we're all successful and we're creating generational wealth mm, i like that i like that uh, definitely family on the mission get the whole family involved mm-hmm. all right so um uh, we talked about the cricket it was something else you said and i wanted to say so the heat press um, that was the second thing that I bought, and that was um, for the T-shirts. When I bought the Cricut, I, bu- I bought a presser, a small presser, but mm-hmm. the heat press, which is behind me. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. heat press, um, and it it came along with the plate press, the cup press, and I also have another cup press, so when I, I do cups, um, I can do them twice as fast because I have two cup press presses. Um, but that heat press is just awesome. I, I love it. And it's I think when I came down to Florida, you told me about the sublimation because I was I'm using, well, I was using only vinyl, only vinyl to do t-shirts. But now uh, I can sublimate. I just bought a new printer, which is, I don't know if you can see it because it's down here. It's oh, okay. a new, yeah, and that'll be what I use to sublimate. Also, this one, um, if you can see that one. Yeah, the black um, one. Yeah, so I don't uh, have my craft room quite set up yet the way I want it because, you know, I just bought this house, thank God. Oh. And uh, so... Uh, but once I get it set up the way I want to, you know, I have the machines, the cricket, the printers, the heat press, all of that set up. This right here, this trunk, it's where I, it's full of t-shirts. If you can see. Uh, oh, okay. And, and you yeah. don't have to go out and buy in bulk or anything. Just if you out, um, just get you a couple of t-shirts. And start start there if that's what you you know want to do. Just get you a couple, start from there, and uh, see what happens. Okay. Now I like what you said. You said you just bought you a house and praise God. So we got to give God some praise. So you know, that's my that's my praise button. I got to give God praise when it's time. You know what I'm saying? So you know. Um. So speaking of God. What did God, how did God come into your life and change you? Oh, wow. So, like I said, I was from, uh, I'm from the gardens, from Block 17. And, you know, people think that when you grew up in the projects, you grew up poor or whatever. But I can honestly say that, um, I didn't. I knew, of course, that I lived in the projects, but I didn't know that we were poor because we never lacked anything. Anything that um, I wanted or needed, my grandmother always got. Um, And, um, uh, you know, so it wasn't like, oh, yeah, I grew up in the projects and 
I was starving and all of that. You know, we didn't eat. Now nah, that wasn't the case when I came home from school. Dinner was already ready. As you know, she took care of us. Mm-hmm. But um, when one thing was lacking, and that was a relationship with God in my life. And mm-hmm. so when I turned eighteen, I went off to the military. And and you know a lot of, a lot of stuff tra- uh, transpired, but I was at uh, at work one day and I just really felt the need to go to church, and I was telling uh, somebody that actually my sergeant that I really wanted to go to church, and he said you want to go to church? He's like let me introduce you to my wife. He called his wife and she took me to church, and like my my life never been the same. I developed a relationship with God and God showed me that the things that I used to do or, or how, you know, lived or got down or whatever, I didn't have to do that. Now, had I always stayed on the right track? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I, you know, done other stuff, got sidetracked, did a lot of things that I don't regret because they made me who I am. But I also understand that uh, God gave me grace to get back to him. And I I just thank God, you know, for my life. Mm. And even like a few years ago, um, I developed breast cancer. Mm. And, uh, you know, I thought I was out of here. I just was preparing myself to die. And Mm. uh, but it didn't turn out that way. God saved me, and not only that, he saved me from breast cancer. He healed me. Um, I did have a double mastectomy, which, you know, means I lost my breast, but I gained so much more. It's like when that happened, um, my family, my kids and I, we got so much closer. Like Mm. our relationship is so much closer, and now we value family vacations, family times, getting together, having family dinners, and, you know, we do those type of things where we took them for granted before. We don't take it for granted now because life is short, and Mm. it's not, you don't know. You never know when your your number is going to be called, when your time is up. So, yes, I definitely want to leave a generational wealth for my children and grandchildren. But I also want to leave a legacy that oh, remember when, when we did this, when we traveled here, when we went to Hawaii, you know, we, we did stuff when we came together as a family and, you know, we prayed as a family, we go to church together. They, they don't come all the time, but you know, if I say, you know, um, you know, I, you know, I really want y'all to come today. They, they yeah. come. So mm-hmm. yeah, we learned, like we learned the value of family. Mm. That's yeah. what's up. So, um, I'm gonna ask you a question. Uh huh. If at the age you're at right now, if you can talk to your 16 year old self, what would you tell her? If if I could go back and talk to my 16 year old self. I would tell myself, um, number one, to develop a a relationship with the Lord early. I would have said, when I was in high school, I was into computers, (laughs) believe it or not. I would have said, stay on that road, invest, and, you know, live your life, love your family, and and, uh, try to help others do, do good. Do good in the world. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, before you start doing the um the arts and craft, and you before you start doing this, uh, what was you doing before you start tapping into what you're doing now? Uh, well, I always worked. Um, so you know, I was you. Well, I was usually at work. Um, after work, probably somewhere sitting down watching TV, doing nothing, uh, stressing out about my marriage and mm. all honesty about my husband, my ex-husband, thank God. And um, just, mm. you know, just having just stressing, not really living. I used to, because um, I, 
when I was younger, I used to be real shapely and small. And when I got stressed and started having kids, I gained a lot of weight. So once I gained the weight, then I started developing low self-esteem. And then being in a bad marriage, it didn't help. So I didn't really think highly of myself. And mm. so I didn't do anything. I remember uh, you you came up here one time and everybody was taking pictures and everything. And you were like, um, man, I want to take a picture with you, but you never got on clothes. Like, and I, because I didn't wear them, I was just like put on a big baggy t-shirt and some jogging pants or something because I felt so bad about myself that I just didn't think that I would look right in anything. You probably didn't know that at the time, but um, yeah, I, my self-esteem was in the garbage. Mm. So um, once I started learning how to love me again, Mm, and learn, you know who I am, and and the only uh, thing that's gonna change is if I make a change. Mm. And so once I went through, like I said, the the cancer. It was actually right before finding out that I had cancer when my uh, when Kyra, my youngest, was in her senior year of high school. I decided, you know what, I'm getting out of this bad marriage. I'm getting a divorce. I'm loving me because I'm better than this. And I'm going to move forward. And that's mm. what I did. And so um, it was in Kyra's senior year. I started divorce proceed proceedings. Um, and I got divorced. But I found out I had cancer. So I'm trying to get a divorce. I'm going through chemo. I'm sick as ever. I'm walking on a walker. But I'm mm. still going to court every time I had to go to court. And when that judge said that the divorce was granted, it was the day after I had chemo. And when you go through chemotherapy, like the day you have it, you just, well, for me, I slept. And, and then you get sick. And I didn't want to go to court because I, I, I just didn't feel good. But I was like, oh, no, I've come too far. But when that judge told me that my divorce was granted, I could have stood on top of that walker and did black backflips. I was just so, it was like 500 pounds had lifted off of me. And ever since then, I, uh, you know, I've just been moving forward with the help and grace of God. Like I said, I just bought this house. Well, we had planned on buying a house when the kids were little, but mm. because it's, if it's two, you know, if you or your wife, if y'all not working together, you're not going to ever accomplish anything because one pulling one way, somebody else pulling the other way. But when I tell you that after the divorce and, you know, the cancer and all of that and, and just moving forward, everything just, it was a breeze. Like, mm. it was like doors just started opening. God just started really moving on my behalf. And, and I'm so glad that I waited until after the divorce to get a house because otherwise I probably wouldn't have it. You know, it would have went, probably would have had to sell it and all of that stuff. So mm -hmm. sometimes you think that your life's not working out or things not working out how you want it. Just wait, just wait on, just continue. If you fall, just move, just get up. Keep going, keep working. I it, Another thing that I do is, uh, I have, you know how people say they have vision boards? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't do the vision board, but I do a vision book. Mm. And everything I want, you know, I, I put in my vision book. And the Bible says where there's no vision, the people perish. And, and it's like, and also that, you know, it says uh, write the vision and make it plain. Write down what you want. Right, and then go back and read it. And then everything, every time you accomplish a goal, check it off. And and that's yeah. what I started doing. Yeah. Yes. You know, when you um yeah, when you have a vision and when you get there and you get you scratch it off. Yeah, that that's dope. I like that. I like that. And you say you don't got a vision board, you have a um I have a vision book. I have a, a, a book. book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I took Vision like a book. yeah. 
and I wrote down everything I, you know, I want. I wanted, I wanted a house. I wanted to travel. I want to uh, change uh, my my body, and and so I, I work on that now. Uh, and and so and I'm doing. I'm moving forward. I'm doing well. Okay, so, okay. yeah. So you can see. Um, so this shoe, what I did was. Okay, okay, I see the, I see the, I see the yeah. blink, I see the blinkage going on. Yeah, so I just put a blink around that shoe. These shoes, like, like this shoe, I bought these shoes for five dollars. I'll sell them for twenty five. Mm. So the the profit is just, you know, and it's just it's not. These beads, they don't cost that much. I'm not going to tell y'all how much they cost us in case a customer wants. Yeah, y'all got to do y'all research. Do y'all research, but Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, and and so, you know, I'll make a nice profit off of these. These I'm keeping. These are for me. Okay. And I bought these from Walmart. And I might put like a, a, a charm or something on it. Uh, like a Chanel or or something else. I don't know. I got several. You can get the charms from Amazon. Just put put them on there. And I use this uh this E seven hundred. You can use the E six thousand glue too. <laughs> yeah, but I use this. This is for uh like jewelry and beads and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you don't know anyone else that do what you do. I actually, uh, I do pop-up shops, so I've been meeting people who uh, do, t- uh, so many people do t-shirts, and uh, so that's why you have to have something else. You know, you got to get your own clientele, but like when you do pop-up shops, when I do pop-up shops, I want to bring something different. I don't want to be the t-shirt person <laughs> because it's going to be so many. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, so I like to have a variety of things. Like I said, I do tumblers, um, I personalize tumbler, tumblers. Um, so I don't know anybody that does the shoes. I don't know anybody that does the pillows or the uh, custom candle holders that I do. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, I also do um, jewelry. I haven't made any jewelry in a while uh, because I'm going to start a line uh, called SRM mm-hmm. Jewelry, and that's for my granddaughters. Okay. So I'm starting a business for them so that they can, uh, because they're not they're not in uh, Cabero. They weren't born yet. So I'm gonna start them SRM jury. Okay. And, um, so, so that's my question. That I forgot, but um, for the people that want to start and do a pop up, a pop up shop, can you tell me how how is that done? Like what you have to do? Sure. Uh, well, what I did was there are pop up shops all over the city, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, sometimes they that people. Sometimes by word of mouth, I find out. Sometimes um, I, I may see it on Facebook or something that it's going to be a pop-up shop and how much the fee is to to uh, to get a table, how much a table is, and I'll go ahead and pay the fee so that I can uh, get a table so that I can sell. Now, in most, some, I'll say some pop-up shops, if you're if you're the pillow person, they won't allow another pillow person to come in because they want okay. you to be able to, you know. Now okay. I don't know that they all do that, but I know that in some cases, some of them, they'll do that. Like if you if you're selling something, they want to know what you're selling because they only want one person doing that product. Mm, okay. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So. So the the same is like t-shirts too. Like if somebody doing t-shirts, don't they have? So you- it's a, a, so there's one particular pop up shop that I go to, and they say that only um, you know one vendor can sell a thing. 
However, like I've seen the one vendor sell T-shirts, but then somebody else is selling T-shirts, but they don't have their T-shirts there. Like they have, they may have clothes. They'll have their clothes there, but then they'll have their book with all the different T-shirts that they have in it. So I guess it's a little different because you can't buy their T-shirts, you know, right there, right then and there. But if you want to order from them, you can. Mm, okay. So, okay. Yeah. That's have you ever thought about writing a book? I have thought about writing a book and I actually started. It's It's like halfway, probably more than halfway finished. But the book I was writing is not the book that I believe God wants me to, to put out mm. because I would always get to a certain part in the book and just cry. I couldn't go further. Like mm. I, I, it was like a block. So um, it's funny. You should ask me that because I've been thinking that I am going to write a book, but it's gonna, it's not going to be the book that I started. Mm. It, it's going to be different. Yeah, but it's going to be a book uh, um, that'll help some women heal. Like, yeah, you may have been through this or that, but you know, not only will it pass or has it passed, but you can be an overcomer. You are an overcomer. Yeah. But, and I'm saying women because, well, I am a woman and I've been through a lot of things that uh, I didn't think that I would 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 get over, would mm. would you know? Would get over, but I always say, by the help and grace of God, I'm still standing. I'm still here, and I'm better than ever. Man, so. yeah, and that's why I be telling people. I say, man, you know, sometimes you can be in your lowest point, and um, something happened that has shift your your whole world. You know, yeah. and sometimes, sometimes we look at kids. Is a lot of people say, you know, uh, when I asked the 16 year old question, they had kids at a young age, and you know, they'll say something like, Oh, I should have wore a condom, I should have did this. And I tell people, I say, you know, your your kids is the reason that you change. You know, we don't see it at the age because we was kids and so we had kids, but it's the reason that your whole life shifted the direction you did because because your kids. So sometimes your lesson can be really a blessing. Absolutely. And I remember when um, I was so upset because my oldest daughter had a baby at 17. And she uh, was super, like, book smart. Um, genius level, actually. They tested her and said she was above average. She was genius level. But she didn't use those smarts. So I was so frustrated and upset about the baby. But then I just began to look and realize that baby saved her life. Mm. That, you know, he's 10 now. And he, he saved her life. He really saved her life mm. because she was going and um, the, the road she was going down but by the help and grace of God, she wouldn't have, she wouldn't have been here today. Mm. So yeah, and I can definitely excuse me, I can definitely say my kids saved my life. So I feel you. Yeah. I feel you on that one. So um, let's get back into this arts and craft. You know, okay. uh, we talking about the pop up shop. Um, uh, and you say your sublimation machine, you ain't start that yet, right? Um, the, the new one that I bought, I haven't, uh, I haven't used it. The older one. Yes. But the older one, the reason why I bought the new one is because the older one, um, it, all the, the colors wasn't working. And even when you, I cleaned it and, you know, did everything, all the colors still weren't coming out. Okay. So, so um, with the color machine, is it different from a regular machine, a sublimation machine, or a regular printer? Well, when I bought the new one, um, I thought it was a straight sublimation printer, but then I realized that 
it's not. I still had to change the ink uh, to sublimation ink. And yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, so when you use the sublimation ink, you can't use regular ink. You got to use anymore, right. Okay, 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 okay. So, um, let me see. You ain't start on the time. So, for the people that that want to get off into this, and um, uh, is it is it pricey? Like the machines, like the Cricut or the sublimation printer or any printer. Printers are are not are not expensive. You you can get a nice printer. Uh, uh um. Epson series printer to to use as a uh, to change it to sublimation for a decent price, couple of hundred. Um, as far as the Cricut, the, the Cricut is about three hundred bucks. But when you think about the money that we waste on stuff we don't need, or you know, it's it's you're investing in yourself. So sometimes we have to take that small amount of money and invest in ourselves. And if you can't get the cricket right away um, and you want to start crafting, there are other things you can do. Go to Dollar Tree. Go to Dollar Tree. They have so many different crafts. They have all type of wood things. It just depends on what you want to do. And you can just start painting things or uh, look on YouTube. YouTube can they have so many good tutorial videos and can show you how to do things until you you might have to save up for the cricket you might have to mm -hmm. save up save up for your printer and that's okay but in the meantime if you want you can make make a little money mm -hmm. and, and um and they're all about the money too it's a um it's a good stress reliever too i told you i started this because I just needed, I needed a way to unwind. I needed to de-stress something and jewelry making. And then somebody, like I said, somebody really blessed me with all kind of beats and everything to make jewelry. And, and so I just started doing it. And it, yeah, but you, you do find, find that once you start doing it and when people see your creations, they want to know where you got that from. And you say, oh, I made it. Or even if you want to just give stuff out for gifts. Like I said, I make baskets too. Um, and sometimes I just give out a birthday basket. Uh -huh. uh, you know, so even if you just want to do it to, to give gifts to your friends and family, you can do that if you don't want to use it as an income. But it it can be income. Okay, okay. So I want to ask you, who inspire you? Honestly, and I, I'm telling the truth. You probably won't believe me. You, me, you, yes. Oh, you okay. inspire me because I know your story. Okay. I know where you came from. I know what you used to be like. I, you know, I know a lot of things you did, and uh, you. When I see you, when I uh, see how your life changed, you know, I, I didn't think you would make it to the age you are. I didn't think, you know, I used to pray that you did, but I used to be like, Lord, you got to do something with this dude because he is not gonna make it. Because you, you know. It was seen that you were terrible, but you weren't terrible. You just product of your environment. I, yeah, I was just misguided. Yeah. So you inspire me. I think that from from where you came from and to where you are and what you do, and you know, you're such a family man and uh, an entrepreneur. You've written books. You know, what I'm saying, I re you couldn't even read. Mm -hmm. And you go from not reading to writing books. Now yeah. you have a podcast. Yeah, I mean, I, I I learned that it wasn't that I couldn't read. I was never taught how. You know how people be like, I don't know how to drive. No, because yeah. you wasn't taught how to drive. 
Exactly. So, no, I had I had a lot of time to teach myself. And then I was like, oh, man, I got this. And the only reason I was stuck in that mindset because people were saying I couldn't do it. So I didn't even try. Mm-hmm. So yeah. y'all got to be careful what y'all listen to and what people say to y'all. And be careful what you're watching. You know what I'm saying? I learned that, too. But, um, yeah, I can do I can do whatever I want to do. I was just in a state of mind. I was in a state of mind what people was telling me what I couldn't do, and I was believing them. So, you know what I'm saying? So that's all it is. And, um, oh, man, we already have 40 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) And I want to say, you know, thank you because you did save my life. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you you saved my life in, in so many ways that you don't even know. So, yeah, you saved my life, you know what I'm saying? You helped me, you know what I'm saying? You brought God into my life, you know? Even when I was trying to reject it, he was pushing, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never have nobody striving for me like that, you know? When I got shot, you was there, you know what I'm saying? Take me to the hospital and, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, this your work right here. Thank God. (laughs) Don't make me cry now. I ain't trying to cry on here. Don't don't get me to cry. Yeah, no, I didn't want <laughs> but I just wanted to tell you. So um we already have 40 minutes. We got we're doing an hour of power. So um in this last two minutes, do you want to say anything? Do you want to say any encouraging words to people that's out here that's that's struggling with breast cancer, that's struggling with depression, that's struggling with a broken marriage. Or, you know what I'm saying? Do you want to give them some encouraging words? Yes, that is, uh, no matter what you're going through, it's just for a season. No matter uh, how you feel right now, just know, just know that you're not alone. And as far as cancer, if anybody out there that's um, has been diagnosed with cancer, get you a, a, a support group a support mm-hmm. group. Even if you don't have family that's supportive, uh, the American Cancer Society, you you contact them because they have support groups and support is so important. I learned so much. Um, I was blessed to have um, my children that uh, was very supportive, went to chemo with me and all of that. But if you don't have anyone to go, they'll they'll uh you get into a support group and someone to someone to go with you they'll have someone go with you gladly go with you tell you uh things to do through chemo or radiation so just know that you can you can make it you would be you can be okay and for those who going know that those that's going through depression just know that um you you have to love you no matter what, no matter what you've been through, no matter what you don't like about you, all of that, you have to look in the mirror. And these are things that I did. I had to start looking in, in the mirror and say to myself that I am beautifully and wonderfully made, that I'm the apple of God's eye, that he loved me. And if God loves me, who am I not to love myself? Mm-hmm. You know? Love, self-love is important. Take care of you. If it's nothing but taking a warm bath, if it's nothing but taking a shower, if you could go get a massage or get your nails done, take care of you because self-preservation is the first law of nature. And if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be good for nobody else. And anybody that want to, whatever it is that you want to do in life, don't let nobody stop you. Don't let nobody tell you, you can't do this. You too, this, you too, that you can't make it. You can do whatever it is that you set your mind to. You can do whatever it is that you, that you strive to do. So don't stop. Don't stop until you where you want to be. And you know, that that's all I have, you know, say on that. And, um, I want to ask you a question. Matter of fact, I got two of them that I want to touch on. You were talking uh-huh. about you've been to the army. What did, when you went to the army, what did the army teach you that your parents didn't teach you? Uh, discipline uh, taught me how to 
like camaraderie, like uh, friendships, like uh, like I got your back. I'm always have your back. I'm right there for you, like a battle buddy. Um, no matter what we go through, I'm gonna be right here for you. You don't have to worry about that. I got you. So I have friends that I met when I went into the military. I still have those friends today. We still mm. talk. We, you know, we we still close. We I don't see haven't seen them in years, but yet um Tuesday and Wednesday nights we're on the prayer line together. Mm. And and I tell people all the time that friendships is more valuable than money. Mm -hmm. You know, because a lot of people, a lot of people they put their life on the line for a job and get some money, but you know, the job can get rid of you ASAP and yeah. forget all about you. But when you build a friendship with a person, you know, that can last forever. Yeah. And yeah. I, you know, I, I tell people all the time, like, uh, I met this lady the other day. I was actually at the nail shop and, uh, she had just got out the hospital and she was saying that, uh, she had to go to work. And uh, but you could clearly see she shouldn't even been at the nail shop because she was sick. Mm. And I told her, I said, honey, that job will get rid of you today or tomorrow. You need to go home and take care of you mm. because if you if you don't take care of you. I mean, you re for a job, you, you're replaceable. You're not replaceable for your family. Mm. So you got to take care of you. You people, you, you got to take care of you. You got to love you. Love your family, but take care of you. Mm. Yeah, that, on the real, take care of yourself, man. Self-love is everything. So Absolutely. my next question, um, you know, you say you got grandkids. So do you ever teach your grandkids how to, you know, build or create something in the lab, in your laboratory? I do. Just the other day, uh, I was watching my, my granddaughter. And she had a pair of chucks on, and so we took her chucks off and uh, we blinged them out. Oh and, man! Yeah. So she was like, "Oh, pretty!" And she picked out what she wanted on it and everything. And so uh, when she left the next day, because I took her to daycare on my way to work, and she was showing off her chucks. Yeah, we and she likes to cook also, so we cook together. Uh, yeah. yeah. You, you gotta start showing them now. Your grand your your granddaughter? She four. We what? cooked together. I was cooking some ribs one day. That little girl seasoned the mess out those ribs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, man. You gotta yeah. start them early, man. You do. Yeah. Yeah, my uh my 10-year-old grandson, he liked to cook too. And he started at about four. And I bought him a uh, a little chef's coat and the hat and the apron and everything. He loves to cook, so now he cooks dinner for uh, him and uh, his family. He, he can cook some chicken. At ten yeah. years old. At ten. Mm. So who taught you how to cook? Well, uh, my grandmother started it, and then when I went in the military. I, I became a cook. Then they sent me to culinary arts school. So they taught me how to uh, cook fancy food. And uh, it just went from there. Now I became a baker when I was in there. So they taught me to cook and bake. And, and mama, mama, my grandma. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's what I tell people. I say, man, friendships and things you learn can last forever, man. Mm -hmm. You know? And you can learn some bad habits and it lasts forever too. So remember, <laughs> you remember what you learn can last forever, good or bad. Yeah. You know. So yeah, man. I appreciate you coming on and um spending this time with me. And um oh, we still got about 10 minutes, you know what I'm saying? What are we gonna chop it up about? So okay, you know I want to tell this story because I I don't I when we were uh we was in the garden. We lived in the gardens, and um, you wanted to go to the Golden Gates. Mm -hmm. But at the time, all your ops lived in the Golden Gates, but then your best friend lived in the Gates, too. We went to see Maurice, 
And we walking up to Maurice's house while I was supposed to drop you off. I don't even know why I walked to the house with you, but we did. And uh, I did. And and then I don't even know who the guy was, came up and put a gun to your head. And you were like, um, you better, if you shoot me, you better kill me because I'm going I'm to kill you. And I'm like, mommy, be quiet. Don't say that. And I, I was the security guard at the time. You remember that? And I pulled out that fake badge talking about I'm a Chicago police officer. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that very clear. I remember that. But that but, was nothing but the grace of God on your life and man. <laughs> yeah, because it, it was going down around that time. It was definitely yeah. going down. So, like I told you, I say, man, you saved my life, man, when I got shot. No, not that time, but no. Yeah. Uh oh. I remember. So I want to ask you, because I never did ask you. How did you get the call that I got shot and how did you feel? Floretta told me. Floretta called me and told me, or I don't know if she called or ran to my house because, you know, I was living in block four. You was right in front of Mama's house. And it was Floretta who told me. And um, how did I feel? You know, I always felt like, well, coming up, I felt like you was my little brother. Mm-hmm. And and now I feel like you just my son. I, you know I love you like that, but I I was scared. Like and, and I called nine one one, and I just felt like because we live where where we did, and they just they didn't care. You know, as far as the the police and the ambulance, I was like I'm not waiting, and I just picked you up and put you in the car yeah. and took to the hospital because I was like. Yeah, I felt like if I waited, you just would have bled out and bled to death. So I know you're not really supposed to move a, a, a gunshot victim, but because you can move, you know, the bullet can move in the body. But I, uh, I, I just wasn't going to wait. Uh, yeah. Well, so. well, I'm happy you didn't wait because you saved my life, you know, because um, we was too far. We was too far from the ambulance. I mean, we saw too far from the hospital. So the ambulance definitely would have took about a half an hour. Uh-huh. Yeah, she froze up, so I think she got another call. Uh-huh. Let me give her a couple more seconds to unfreeze. But this is the Fan Mission Podcast, Family on the Mission. And if you want to... um share your story or in inspire others please get in touch with me inbox me on facebook or hit me up on facebook or you can hit me at my um oh yeah she logged out yeah so yeah this your boy money g man this is a fan mission podcast and it's been going down today and i'm um happy if y'all can subscribe share this video. Thank you. G staff. I'm out.